It's time to tune in and turn on your happy. You're listening to The Kelly Williams Show right here on KVDR, Vinyl Draft Radio. And now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio, here's your host, Kelly Williams. Good morning, everyone. All right, we got a great show for you today. Um, okay, good morning, Logan. Good morning. So happy you're here in the studio. Finally, I'm wow. so happy. <clears throat> I know, I think we've been trying to get you here for like a year. <laughs> like it, yes. <laughs> but see, God knew you were going to win, and this was going to be even, even more fun show. Well, I'm excited to be Texas. here. March 21st, <clears throat> the Kelly Williams Show. That's right. We are excited. So, okay, Logan, we're going to get right to it. Okay. Tell us... How it feels to wake up every morning and be Miss Texas USA? Well, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's been a dream that was placed in my heart for quite a while now. Um, this was my fourth attempt to become Miss Texas USA. And when it finally happened, it was a little bit surreal because I had imagined myself so many times just in that moment. So I remember there was kind of a second I had been crowned. I was walking back to take pictures, and I was kind of like, is this real you know is yeah is this what i'm imagining and it was real yeah um, and i don't think it's actually really hit me yet um on monday we had some pretty exciting news that happened um which i'm sure you're going to bring up in a little bit but yes um that's kind of when it started to become real for me because there's there's a date set and i'm looking forward to that exactly so tell us um has has being miss texas usa changed your life in any way? Yes, it has completely in every way. Um, I think that becoming Miss Texas, a lot of people don't realize that it's not just a one weekend ordeal where you come in and you compete and you win, and then a couple of months later you compete at Miss USA. Yeah, it, it changes your life in a lot of ways, um, a lot of positive ways. Um, I also have a full-time career in real estate. So I like to say now that I have two full-time <coughs> jobs, I'm Miss Texas full-time, and I'm also you know, I have a career that I have clients to to serve and be my best for. So it's changed my life in so many beautiful ways. I've met amazing people so far, and it's only, you know, going to get better. Yeah, and you know what a lot of people do not realize is that beauty queens um, or a lot of women that are crowned in all kind of different contests, they are not just beautiful on the outside. They're beautiful on the inside, and you work. And and a lot of your time um, after you crown is service to others. That's right. <clears throat> you know? Um, tell us a little bit about um, why we have crazy socks on yes. today. If you saw our Facebook Live videos, we gave you a little teaser. But today, March 21st, is actually World Down Syndrome Day. And this day is so important because I believe that all people with any kind of intellectual disabilities, especially Down Syndrome, autism, anything like that, they should be celebrated. And we need to raise awareness because they're people just like us and they deserve all the happiness, love, support, and opportunities in the world. And so today, it's just about wearing crazy socks. I'm really not one to wear socks with heels, but I thought, why not? I'm going to wear it today, so hopefully someone will stop me and say, hey, why are you wearing that? So I can tell them about it. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's 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 one thing to be a fashion icon, but you've really gone out of your way yes. to be a fashion icon I today. Did. <laughs> I did. And so if you're listening in and you, know, you have a heart to serve others and 
just celebrate and support people with Down syndrome. Pull out those crazy socks and wear them to the gym, wear them to work. <laughs> um, you can also go to my Instagram account, Miss Texas USA, and that's TX USA. And I actually posted a link to a website where I'm raising money for Best Buddies and the Miss Universe organization um, funds for Best Buddies. So, so wonderful. What, yes. what a great organization Best Buddies is. Oh, it is. <clears throat> I, I love I that. I love Best Buddies. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, well, we're going to say hi to some people right now. Your mommy is watching. <laughs> hey, Jennifer. Hey, Renisha. Hey, Terry. Hey, Beth. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Gary. Good morning. Um, we're so glad you are all here with us today. We're talking to the 2018 Miss Texas USA, Logan Lester. It's really exciting. Okay, so, Logan, you know, you're since I've known you, um, you're, you've not only been this really, really sweet person, <clears throat> but you've been a really hard worker. And your slogan has been, because nice matters. Yes. I love that. Um, tell us a little bit about this and why this is going to be important during your reign as Miss Texas USA. Sure. I love speaking on behalf of my platform and my life motto, because nice matters. And it kind of started for me when I was about 14, 15 years old in high school. Um, I was experiencing some teasing, a little bit of bullying. Um, I won't really get into that too much, but so much so that I decided to graduate high school in three years. Wow. And that's also what led me to compete in pageants. I had a pretty low self-esteem. I was struggling with my confidence. And so my mom introduced me um, to a pamphlet that she got from Gail Clark and the Miss Texas USA organization. So I did my first pageant. And like you said earlier, Kelly, a lot of girls that compete in pageants, you'll find that they're all servant hearted. And so I went into it with zero expectations. And I ended up meeting a lot of really fabulous people that all are like minded, like myself, hard workers, um, kind people. And that was really inspiring to me. So I kept going with it. And that's kind of when my mindset changed. And I kind of came up with the because nice matters. And I just felt like it was really important to make other people feel like they matter because I didn't want anyone to ever feel like I did. And at that time, I remember feeling so sad and depressed almost and just really down on myself. And I wanted to make it my mission from that day forward to just spread kindness and make anybody going through life, any struggles, um, any challenges they're going through. It might not be bullying. It might be something else. But to let them know that they matter no matter who they are and their dreams are important, their voice is important, and they're important. So that's my mission this year as Miss Texas and after Miss Texas is just continue spreading that message. Yeah, I, and I'm telling you, it's it's really touched a lot of people, and I I love that you. It has not been just a slogan for you. It has been the way you live your life, and I think that is what has been an, a, a big impact on so many people. That you're not some woman who just won a, a state title and are going to Miss USA. You actually represent and live every day like you like you want to be treated and and like you stand for because nice matters <clears throat> that's a really big deal to a lot of people because I didn't know until you just told me that you went through some bullying and things like that in high school and I'm finding that so many people have gone through things like this in their life and you can and I'm you know what's important is that when we have things like this in our life we can either go one way or another you can either take one road that lets these people defeat you and stay in depression and um, really get lost and not know who you are or what you want to do, or you can go the other way and make a difference and say, I'm going to 
do what my dreams are and I'm not going to worry about what anybody else tells me. Um, When did you decide that? I know you got a letter, but what in your heart made you say, I think pageants are for me? Well, honestly, I wasn't really sold when I first did a pageant, and it was actually the year Daniel Doty won um, Miss Texas Teen, so I went into the big leagues. I didn't even start at a prelim. I don't know what I was thinking, but I just kind of went into it with an open mind. I was somewhat of a tomboy before I started. I really wasn't into heels and pageantry. I never saw myself as a type of girl or woman that would be competing in pageants, but you know, I really trust my mom, and I always have. She's always guided me in the right direction. So when she told me that she really thought it was important that I try this, I was like, okay, you know, I'm kind of desperate at this point to just do something positive in my life because I was going down a very negative path mentally, and I needed to do something positive. So as soon as I did the first one, I was sold. And I knew right away that that's what I wanted to do because it was something positive and it gave me something exciting to work towards and striving towards. And it really, it honestly changed my life. And that was really the first turning point for me um, becoming kind of the person I am today is when I just decided I'm no longer going to get down on, you know, the things people were saying about me that I was, you know, too skinny or I was fake because I was so nice and a lot of other things. But, um, you know, I think at that time, I remember also feeling so alone. And now that I'm older and I look back and I realize that there's so many people, especially now with social media, that are going through similar things that I did. And so this year I've had the opportunity to go to different schools and talk about my message. And a part of that message, Because Nice Matters, is to also talk to kids that maybe they are being picked on, but maybe you're also being the one that's mean. And so my message in that is that we're not all perfect and you can change your heart and change your mindset and try to be a kinder person. And so I'm not perfect. I'm sure there's days where I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm just want to scream or say something mean. But I, I do try to make a conscious effort to, you know, be kind every day and live my life that way. And so that was, you know, back to your original question, that was the turning point for me is the first pageant just really sold me. The whole experience was awesome. Yeah. And that and that's amazing because most girls won't go straight to a state pageant. That That's a big leap. And Kelly, I went into it with no fake eyelashes. <laughs> uh, I think I no, did a spray tan. No fake eyelashes. <laughs> I Logan. didn't know anything. I didn't know how to do my hair, my makeup, but I won Miss Congeniality. See, I was in the top go. 15. I just kind of showed up and was like, hi, I'm, I'm Logan. <laughs> I don't hey. have fake eyelashes, but look at me. I'm on stage. Let's just say I've grown a lot since that moment. (laughs) I love that because it's so real. I mean, you know, that's hilarious. Somewhere. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I mean, we're so proud of of where you came from and and who you've become. And um, it's just so wonderful. Excuse me. And um, we just, I want to say hi to a couple more people that have tuned in. Hey, Jimmy Lee. Hey, Dr. Rick Klein. And hey, uh, Denise. Good morning. I need to Um, plug Dr. Klein. I just got a smile makeover. Thank you, Smile Texas. I know. I know it. And and Dr. Klein just said, uh, Kelly, you have the next Miss USA in the house. That's right. That's right. That's what we think, too. (laughs) So, okay. So, we know that you have a fitness routine that has really probably transformed formed a little bit since you became Miss Texas, um, well, before you became Miss Texas, and now that you've, you're have you on your way to Miss USA, yes. um, and 
and that there we're going to get some tips from you about things that any woman can do in her daily routine that may help her look a little bit better sure. um, when we come next so up next we're going to tell you how you can look like miss texas usa stay tuned and now more of the kelly williams show right here on vinyl draft radio Welcome back. We're here with Miss Texas USA 2018, Logan Lester, ladies and gentlemen, in the house. All right. So we're, we're, we've been talking with Logan about, um, you know, beauty queens are not just somebody beautiful on the outside. They are servant-hearted people. They work very hard. They usually either go to school full-time or work a full-time job. Um, and different things that you're doing, and we've just talked about your platform and your slogan that's been kind of your life motto really because nice matters and how that is really changing people's lives um okay so remind everybody uh just a little bit while we're all wearing crazy socks today yes okay so today (laughs) is world down syndrome day Uh, we're all wearing crazy socks to just spread awareness inclusion and celebrate all people that have intellectual disabilities like down syndrome great well and if you have a pair of crazy socks that you're wearing today go ahead and take a picture of them and post it underneath the show today so that we can see your support for logan and the world down syndrome day that would be awesome we'd love to hear from you and see some photos so okay we're going to say hi to jenny hey jenny hey patsy jennifer lauren Patsy says, yay, Logan, snow day in Richmond, Virginia, so she gets to watch. Yay. All right. Um, okay, let's see. Hey, Lori, good morning. Hey, Andy. Um, all right. <clears throat> A lot of viewers this morning. We're having fun. Okay, Logan, um, looking fresh and fabulous. Um, when you wake up in the morning and you realize, you know, you you probably run to the Walgreens or somewhere <laughs> With, I don't know, pajama pants or something. (laughs) But they probably look really cute on you. Um, But, you know, looking fresh and fabulous is that's part of your job every day because now you're not only representing Logan Lester, the realtor, the person, um, the Miss, you know, Miss Texas USA, you're representing Texas going to Miss USA. So, what are some of your three, what are your top three beauty tips that anybody, at any time could really incorporate into their schedule. Okay, my first one would be to make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. And I know that's really hard. Um, I have a crazy schedule, so sleep isn't always in the picture, but making sure you're at least getting six to seven (laughs) hours, I think that's so important for your body. Um, The second one is drinking lots of water. I drink a lot of water throughout the day, and that helps with my skin. That keeps my body feeling good, um, and, and just really sets me up for a great day every day when I'm drinking water throughout the day. And my last beauty tip would be to make sure for women, before you go to bed every night, make sure all your makeup's off your face. I like to use Neutrogena makeup wipes and I clean my face. And then I use all my image skincare products to really clean my face. But I I think that's so important for your skin. So those would be my top three tips. Okay, well, those are really good. So sleep, taking your makeup off and what? Drinking water. water. Yes. Okay, and that seems to be on everybody's list, drinking lots of water. Yes. So that is a big deal. Okay, so that's something everybody can do to look more like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a normal girl. <laughs> okay, so now, 
staying in shape that is a big deal for any pageant girl um and even more so once you become miss texas usa because you don't have a lot of time to make sure that you're ready to hit that miss usa stage um what does your workout day look like so um I have a trainer. His name is Arnold Vasquez with Soldiers of Fitness. Hey, Arnold. Yes, and he keeps me fit. We've been working together since I was like 16 years old, and so it's not a new thing what we what we train together and what we do, but we weight train together two days a week, and then the other days I do light cardio. So that could be 20 minutes on the treadmill, 20 minutes taking my dog for a walk, um, some kind of fitness class, just something to get your heart rate up. Um, and then I kind of do abs every day, but I like to focus on a long, lean muscle. I think it looks really feminine and beautiful on women, but more importantly, I think that it's just really important for me to encourage girls, women, men, whatever, but just <laughs> be healthy. Um, yeah. I, I like to support a positive body image and just own exactly who you are. You can enhance who you are. There's no problem with that. But as long as you feel comfortable in your skin, I think that's what's going to show the most for me at Miss USA is when I'm feeling confident, that's all that matters. Yeah. And, and the great thing about it is, you know, a lot of people think I need to start dieting. That's the opposite of what you need to start doing. Exactly. You You need to start eating. Exactly. Start eating and get moving. Yes. You know, so, um, yeah. Oh, and hey, Amy, she said Texas love from Amy Child. Um, And Jenny said that Sydney's watching too. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Sydney and Jenny. Jenny was actually my judge at Miss Texas USA. That's right. That's right. She is my. We met, I've known Jenny like 15 years now. Y'all have really similar personalities. I know. Shout out, Jenny. fun hey Jenny um okay so Logan um so what what do you think um is a is a good time frame for somebody to aim to work out every day I know your schedule may be a little different but what kind of tips can you give somebody um well I always hear the excuse I don't have enough time in the day but I think that you always have enough time for you um so whether that be taking 30 minutes off your sleep in the morning or fitting it in right before you get home from work to see your family or your dog or whoever it is at home (laughs) Um, some people even do it on their lunch break. Just get it in when you can. If it's 10 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes, just do some kind of activity. Um, it'll make you feel good. It makes me happy when I have my body moving. And if I go too long without exercising, I feel like I get sad. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it just makes you feel better. And it has to be something you incorporate into exactly. your life. You know, um, a little life kind of change um, that we're actually going to talk more with um, JMO at the second segment. Um, okay, so... Um, being fit as Miss Texas USA is important. I know you've been seeing Arnold um, since you were 16. You said, how old are you now? 23. 23. Okay. And you just had a birthday. Yes. (gasps) Yes. Happy birthday. (laughs) So um, has anything, did Arnold say, okay, Logan, so you're about to be on the Miss USA stage. Huge. Yes. Um, has anything changed for you in your fitness routine that now has been amped up or something he has added or, or taken away um, that you have to do every day now? So typically, we're about seven weeks out from my competition. So six weeks is when I start um, kind of narrowing down the foods I eat um, and just trying to pay more attention to that. But I honestly try to live a lifestyle where my body pretty much always looks the same. You yeah. know, I fluctuate between two and three pounds most of the time. And a lot of that is water weight. 
And I think that that's kind of an important message to send to people that I don't need to do a crash diet or do something extreme just because I'm about to compete at Miss USA. I think I've worked really hard to maintain my body. Um, and that, that's something I want to encourage all people to do is once you find you know, that happy medium wherever you are and you're feeling healthy and fit, try to maintain that and make it a lifestyle. Yeah, no, no, great, great advice, great advice. And we have to say hi to to Bo Wellborn just hey, chimed in. Bo. Hey Bo. And uh, Cheryl said we love Logan. She's so Yay. humble. That is right. Aww, and hey thank Teresa, you. thank you for joining. Okay, so what is one piece of clothing you cannot live without? Oh wow. Um, is it stretchy pants? <laughs> That's so funny. So actually, every time I get home, I do like end up just taking all my clothes off, putting on comfy clothes and my slippers. But I am always, I've since a little girl, I've been a bag lady. Like my Nana calls me a bag lady. And when I was young, I would come to her house with like 12 purses all inside of them. That's adorable. So I really enjoy purses and I don't buy them very often. I just, you know, I just like having a cute bag. Okay. So you're the, the, the crowned bag lady. We love that. Love okay. So do you have any personal sentimental things that you might take to Miss USA, like your cat or your dog? <laughs> I wish I could take Henry. Oh my gosh. Henry. He'd be kissing everybody. <laughs> um, I have a pair of slippers that I will probably take with me. And then there's a candle with a crown on it that my mom got for me before Miss Texas. And I was lighting it. I know you're probably not Aww. supposed to light it in a hotel room. <laughs> no. But I mean, I feel like it's kind of like my lucky charm. So I'm going to bring that. But I love that. I don't know. I, I This year when I went into Miss Texas, I sort of replaced the physical like things. Like yeah. I used to think that I needed this and needed that and yeah. this to win. And this year I... It was probably kind of in October. I started to teach myself how to meditate and visualize, and I made a vision board, and that changed my life. So I think I'm going to bring that with me instead of really something that's physical that you can tangibly touch. That's fantastic. (laughs) Okay, so really quickly, um, before we talk about the date and how we can watch you on Miss USA, we're going to let you answer these questions really quick from friends on Instagram. Perfect. Okay, so uh, Saleh Hamed, I think that's what I said. He's from the UK. That's right. Okay, he wanted to ask, what are significant changes you have experienced since becoming Miss Texas? Real quick. Uh, Not a lot of sleep, and I just go, 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 go. Excellent. Okay, Butters von Falkenstein (laughs) said, what current cause would you like to be a board member of? World Down Syndrome Day. There you go. Okay, and Danielle Bosley said, what's the best queso in Houston? Lupe Tortillas or El Tiempo. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Nice. You could be on a game show. You just won. Okay, so um, when is the Miss USA pageant and where is it? We just heard the news on Monday. It's going to be live on Fox on May 21st, which is a Monday, everybody. And we are going to be live from Shreveport, Louisiana, which right. Bo Wellborn, he's actually from there. I'm from Lake Charles, so okay. hey, Bo, we're Louisiana people. Yes, and my roommate this year at Miss USA is Lauren Viza, Miss Louisiana. <gasps> nice. So this is her home city. We're so excited to come in Texas. I better see a lot of you there because we are close drive. That's right. <laughs> we're going to cheer Logan on at Miss USA, and we're so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank this you. has been so much fun. <laughs> and uh, coming up, how hard is it to transfer your life? Life and body after 40, we're going to find out. And now, more of the Kelly Williams Show right here on Vinyl Draft Radio. 
All right. Good morning, everyone. If you're just joining us, this is the Kelly Williams Show. I'm your host, Kelly Williams. And we just interviewed the 2018 Miss Texas USA, Logan Lester. It was fabulous. If you missed the show, you can go back later and watch the show um, right here on Vinyl Draft Radio um, later today. And right now, we've got Jennifer Moran, coffee, no, Cup of Joe with J-Mo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Better than our other name, right? Yeah, which is like not, not family-oriented. Yes, we can't, we can't That's say that. right. That's right. So, okay, Jennifer, you know, we're, we're how hard is it really to transform your life and your body after the age of 40? Because that seems to be a very common, popular question that people are now asking because people are living longer. Absolutely. Well, it's definitely not... It's something that was ever on my bucket list. Um, I ended up doing a bodybuilding competition primarily because my daughter at the time, who was a senior in high school, uh, literally came home one day and said, um, Mom, I think I want to do bikini contests, which I'm like, uh, heck no, you're not doing that. Like I'm picturing like a shot girl in a bar, literally. So um, she shows me a girl on Instagram that she was following that was doing NPC bikini bodybuilding. And I literally just went to pay the trainer, make sure he wasn't creepy, um, all of that, right? You know, so uh, to write the check. And um, he looked at her and said, you're going to need an accountability partner. And that's when she looked over at me and I was about 20 pounds overweight at the time, um, you know, dealing with life like we all do, working really hard, dealing with stress, uh, probably in the wrong ways. Sometimes, you know, come home, have a glass of wine, maybe two, um, you know, wasn't eating right, eating on the run, all of that. And at the time, I was involved and still am involved in a health and wellness company called ID Life. And um, I was one of their top income earners. And so she looks over at me and goes, well, you know, you're part of a health and wellness movement. It wouldn't hurt you to do it with me, you know, kind of like that. She just literally called me out. And so I really looked at it as a way to just spend 16 weeks with my daughter working out before she went off to college. She's my oldest child. And, uh, you know, she was going to be going off to the University of Alabama. And that's how it all started. And it was a about eight weeks in when my trainer said, I think you should compete. And so what's interesting about that whole journey is, first of all, I was shocked because I I didn't even know, quote unquote, old ladies like me, uh, which I was 48 at the time, uh, even did anything like that. I I personally was thinking I wouldn't want to be looking at 48, 50 year olds in bikinis, you know, (laughs) that just doesn't sound attractive. So uh, but he said no. In fact, he told me about a lady named Ernestine Shepard, who actually this year she just turned to 80 one and 81 yes 81 and uh is still competing in bikini bodybuilding but there's definitely more challenges at this age um and things are different um you know when you're younger you can basically you know i know for me i could either just watch what i ate um and not work out at all or vice versa i'd work out a lot and ate whatever i wanted and i could lose weight i could transform my body but it's not that way when you get older, as you know, you may know. So um, it, it was kind of a crazy journey. Yeah, it's it's really um, incredible, and a, and a lot of times people think after twenty or after about thirty or thirty five, my body's changed. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't think I can get back to how I looked in my twenties, so I'm not really going to worry about it, right. you know. Um, and so we want to say good morning. It's a lot of people have joined us on the air. Corinna, good morning. Paul, my husband, good morning. Mm-hmm. Doug, Stacy, Eric, Danielle, John, um, good morning, everybody. Um, we're so glad y'all are here. And Haley, good morning. Um, you know, how hard has this 
journey been for you? Because it's not mm-hmm. easy once you decide to do this. No, it's not. And you know, something, you know, a lot of people say, well, what do you start with first? And I said, well, first of all, you have to start with belief. Um, you know, um, in fact, as as a lot of people know who know me, um, I love John Maxwell, right? I'm a John Maxwell certified speaker. I just love the man. And, you know, he actually, he does a lot of leadership coaching, personal development, has written lots of books on leadership. And he says that the number one reason people do not invest in personal development or growth um, is because they don't believe they're worthy of it. And I think at the root of why a lot of especially women my age don't dive into things like that or really try to get involved in fitness programs that are intense like that is because they don't believe that they're worthy of it they don't believe they're worthy of that transformation they're kind of like I am where I am you know this is me now and I've just got to live with it and that and the reason I say that is because you know kind of the unexpected benefit of doing this transformation was you know connecting with so many women who were reaching out to me via Facebook Messenger, um, Instagram, um, text, just because I, you know, for me, I decided to share my whole journey on social media, just for no other reason than to keep me accountable. And um, in return, people were connecting with me and just telling me their stories, opening up, they were very raw, very real. You know, I've, I've had, you know, C-sections, or um, I just can't get in shape, it just seems too tough. I work a lot of hours, you know, I heard so many reasons why people couldn't do it. But really, at the root of it all is we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And I think a lot of women especially feel guilty carving out the time to work on themselves to transform themselves. So you know, the biggest thing is just believing that you're worthy of it um, before you start that journey. And then, you know, make yourself accountable, put out there your fitness goals, put out Uh, to your friends, to your uh, group of peers, what your plans are in that regard. And that way they can hold you accountable to it. Um, Now, in terms of physical challenges, there were, I had to learn a whole different way uh, of working out, of eating and all of that. I mean, to the point where I could literally probably write a book about it, you know, but, um, you know, for example, just one example, I was doing a lot of running back then. I was running half marathons. Um, I was running a lot with my daughter, uh, long distances. And one of the first things my trainer said is Jennifer, at your age, you need to cut back on the endurance cardio. Because if you think about it, as we age, and our hormones start to change, you know, men go through andropause starting at about 30, women start getting into menopause, sometimes in their in their 40s, where they get premenopausal. But as that happens, long story short, you're sort of on a downhill slide. I know it sounds so depressing. (laughs) But um, your body, if you do endurance cardio, um, it will literally eat your lean muscle mass so whatever you're doing in the gym to try to define you know most women aren't out there trying to bulk up but I see a lot of women in body pump and they're trying to get that lean defined look that was so easy to get when we were younger well part of why we're not able to get it when we're older is we're still doing those habits from when we're younger which well yeah I want to be lean and defined but I also want to be skinny so I'm going to go out and I'm going to run until all the fat drops off well guess what at our age it takes all the muscle right with it which is why people lose their booty right you know they don't have a butt anymore Mm -hmm. and it's because of all of that and that's one of the things you see in fact if you 
just log on to any, you know, like, for example, go to go to Instagram and do hashtag fit over 40 or hashtag fit over 50 and search some bikini competitions, for example, in NPC or NSL, you'll see women that are in that age group, um, when they turn and do their back pose, they have no booty, it's very hard to build big muscle groups like your glutes, your quads. Um, when you get past the age of 40, it gets more and more difficult because cardio, for example, will eat that lean muscle mass. If you're doing too much of it wow and yeah. who knew our body would be eating itself yeah literally <laughs> literally i'm thinking if i could pick and choose where i want okay start eating here yes and can you eat here yes. yeah <laughs> then it yeah. would be okay yeah it'd be perfect <laughs> that's right yeah. okay so we had a bunch of new people join we're gonna say hello to cool. Teresa, tom stephanie julie tony julie chad we good morning everyone we're so excited you're listening yeah, hi. to uh coffee um and cup of joe with jmo and kel right here on the kelly williams show so <clears throat> okay so if you if you had to say um tell somebody that um is really trying to get maybe a, a transformation yes. happening in their in their life and they're 40 and over um what do you think the toughest challenges you faced were well, probably the biggest challenge for me personally, and I'm just going to be real authentic here, was um, trying to change what I ate. Um, one of the biggest things I found out in that whole journey of transforming my body is that 90% of your transformation will come from what you're putting in your pie hole, so to speak, what's going in there, right? Um, and so what was interesting is my trainer um, put together a meal plan, which, you know, a lot of people are thinking, oh, you were probably eating like a bird. No. In fact, um, really what it was about was getting me on a schedule of eating. He really wanted me eating every like two to three hours roughly uh, in the beginning, which I was like, really? Because I think a lot of people, if you're like me, I was waking up in the morning, I'd grab something if I could, but a lot of times I wouldn't even eat all morning long, um, which in some cases, for example, in bodybuilding came in handy because we would do what was called fasted cardio which we could talk about that later but um but other than that i wouldn't eat until lunch you know let's say and then i'd eat maybe you know a salad or whatever but it seemed like as the day went on i started to eat more and more and more and i tended to eat more in the evening which we all know is really not good for you but that's when everybody gets really hungry and it's usually due honestly to stress and to being overtired um because your body doesn't really read the signals between all that but he got me on the schedule of eating every couple of hours. And the way I've kind of relayed that to people is, you know, think about it. If you have a baby and you bring that baby home and you don't have that baby on a schedule, what is your life like? It is complete chaos and your body is like that if you don't eat on a schedule then your body doesn't know when it's getting its next meal and it will literally store every single thing you eat as fat because it can't trust you okay so, hang on to that thought yeah. up next jennifer did it and you can too find out how and now more of the kelly williams show right here on vinyl draft radio all right, good morning. We've got 
Jennifer Moran in the house. Um, we're having a cup of Joe with JMO. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so. Keith Scruggs, my friend, came up with that. It's <laughs> I a really, love it. It's a good name. I love it. I'm gonna have. He'll probably trademark it and sell it to me. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So um, okay. So we've just been talking to Jennifer about how how hard is it really to transform your life and your body um, after the age of forty. Yeah. And the great thing about it is that yesterday on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is a big deal, your story got shared on the Instagram page called 40s is the new 20s. Correct. So this was a really big deal because that's, you know, people are living longer lives. And so what's happening is that, you know, um, pink isn't just the new black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 40s is the new 20s. True, You true. know, and this is what's happening. People yeah. are staying in shape longer. But it is hard. It's not easy. And people can't mm-hmm. do it in three weeks or two weeks. It's a life transformation is right. what you're talking about. So um, tell us a little bit about the article that was put out about you. Well, really, all it was was a story that they shared. Um, you know, they had contacted me and basically said, you know, we are interested in your story. Send us some pictures. And so I just gave them a little write up, had no idea if they were going to share it, when it was going to get shared. And I literally woke up yesterday with my phone lighting up like a Christmas tree is what I kept telling everybody. And it was just crazy. The notifications were going off like mad. And um, it, it's just been nuts. And it, it's been kind of funny, too, because some people think I literally you know they're they're tuning in late so to speak and they're like oh wow congratulations you know on your place in first you know and (laughs) I'm like okay well that was two years ago but thanks you know believe it yeah it's been it's yeah it's flown you know and it's it's a constant struggle I mean to be real honest I'm you know probably right almost right back to where I was before I started bodybuilding my body composition has changed and I've learned a lot in the process but just because you know how to get in shape doesn't mean that you're always going to apply the discipline to do that and I I will be really um, you know frank with you guys too as well and and it's something Logan said prior about people bullying and so much stuff on social media and I think social media puts out such a um, almost unattainable uh, picture of what you know you feel like you should look like and that was not my goal at all with what I did Um, in fact um, I always say that you know one of the things that I did learn through my bodybuilding process is that bodybuilding is not necessarily about being healthy it's about being competition ready and I mean I did run into people in my journey that I'm pretty convinced would drink liquid Drano if it would make them look good for 10 seconds on stage you know so and plus there's a psychological impact of all those bodybuilding competitions because it's really not reality you've worked 16 weeks for that there's a lot of processes that go into play in the weeks leading up to the actual competition kind of like what logan was saying uh you know she'll do a a prep for six weeks before she does uh the miss usa pageant it's the same way in bodybuilding we go through um the contest prep gets narrower and narrower and then you have what's called peak week And by the time you step on that stage, I tell everybody I looked like that for about 10 seconds and when I got off that stage 15 minutes later I didn't look the same you know and so it's not reality and you can't walk around looking like that all the time it it truly is not reality it's a great marker of what your body's able to do it's cool it's a challenge Um, but at the end of the day it's probably not going to be the way you're going to live your life 24-7 yeah and and I mean even even, uh, Logan great point on that because she was saying how you know I've been working with 
with my trainer, yeah. the same one for since I was 16. She just turned 23. Right. Um, I think on Monday or something. So the thing is, is that this is a, a life changing, a life process. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, she said, I don't starve myself. You no. can't do this. It has to be something that you wake up and do every day and know mm-hmm. that you just need to do it because it's going to make you feel better and look better and help you reach your goal, you know? And Jennifer, do you think that we've talked about this before, but right. do you think that people look at their age number way too much? Oh yeah. Big time. I mean, honestly, you know, you're, you've heard the old adage, you're only as young as, or as old as you feel, or as young as you feel. I don't know which way that goes, but you know, honestly, I don't feel 51 years old i just don't and that's why i know i always joke about it and people laugh when i say it when people go oh my gosh you don't look 51 i'm like oh it's just my immaturity showing but it's really (laughs) true i think when you're young at heart and you still have fun you know it's just like you you light up you're just so full of joy you're beautiful and i you know it just you come across youthful when you're like that um in fact i put up a picture the other day it's actually on my instagram which you can go there it's um at pure jmo um at pure jmo but um i put up a picture the other day and it was a side by side of ernestine shepherd who's the 81 year old bodybuilder and another woman when they were both at 80 and it wasn't a statement of who was more beautiful it was just who's more youthful looking who's healthier who has more mobility um back when i was a, a cardiovascular specialty rep in pharmaceutical sales one of my cardiologists said this to me and it just impacted me so much but he said People do not die of old age. They die because they rust, R-U-S-T, right? Like the Tin Man. People stop moving when they should literally start moving more. Um, Your heart, for example, is a muscle. Your heart will stiffen over time, believe it or not, just like your muscles get stiff over time. So you have to exercise your heart by doing some cardio, right? We were just talking about that. Um, And then you have to exercise your muscles in the gym doing weights. I find that a lot of women say, well, I don't want to weight lift because I don't want to be big. You're not going to be big, trust me, because you're sort of fighting against your own body's chemistry anyway at this age. And so by lifting those weights, lifting, um, you know, doing weightlifting in the gym, you're doing so many positive things for yourself. You're you're building, you're tearing down and building back up that muscle, which is keeping it moving. And then at the same time, you're also creating things like calcium um, and human growth hormone is stimulated then, all of that that's really going to help you in terms of osteoporosis and other things you may be facing at an older age. And so instead of going into your 80s, stooped over with a cane, you know, um, really not able to go up and down stairs, I mean, you can be like Ernestine Shepherd where you're sprinting up and down the stairs you're able to get down on the floor and play with your grandchildren or whatever and so to me that's that's the way i want to live i want to be able to move and have as much mobility and freedom um, as possible going into you know my later years and so um, that's just a message you know that that is resonating with people because people are living longer and they want to know how to live a better quality of life as they live longer. So yeah, exactly. And we had uh, Armando join us. So good morning, Armando. Hi, Armando. And uh, you know, Teresa just said this is so true. Thank you, Jen. Looking and feeling comfortable in your body with a great body weight. Yes, is a goal 
um, not what you look like on stage. And that is so true. It is true. I mean, and you know what? There's, uh, trust me, if I probably sat here and told you my weight right now, a lot of people would go, really? Because I've always weighed more than I look physically. Um, even way back in my younger years when I modeled, I mean, my my agency would tell me that they would need to change my weight on my headshots yeah. because I just didn't look it. But I've just always weighed more. I don't know why, but I just have. So, you know, it's my brain. That's it, you know. <laughs> That, weighs see, more it's that's so big a, that's what i was gonna say yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> but um no but it, it, it's it's a powerful thing and and you know and even thinking about what logan was saying earlier about how she doesn't starve herself i mean a lot of people think if they go through a transformation like this they're going to starve themselves no you're not you're you're going to eat more in fact you're going to feel like you're probably force feeding yourself in the first uh few weeks of 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 that transformation because you really need to be eating every two to three hours and you're you're not going to be used to that and you're going to be like well i don't really feel like having you know a meal at 10 o'clock like chicken and broccoli or whatever at 10 o'clock in the morning but you've probably already eaten once or twice prior to that and at least that's what we go through uh when we do contest preps for bodybuilding so but it'll change your life because eventually that metabolism that's been dormant because you know you've it it just kind of gave up on you because you eat so sporadically will wake up and it will start burning again because it now trusts you that it's going to get a meal uh you know every few hours and so um once that metabolism kicks in it makes it easier and easier i mean you know I, i know it sounds like I'm like I'm selling something but the weight literally just falls off um and and the other key factor that I've got to say too is you really need to surround yourself with a community of people that believe in you and that are cheering you on I know for me I wouldn't have been able to go through those uh, 16 weeks which I did twice over for the first competition and the second without a real supportive group of people around me and that's one of the benefits I had for being part of the ID Life movement for example is um, it's a community of people that are focused on changing people's lives and encouraging other people and helping them uh, you know uh, be whatever it is they want to be in terms of um, you know physical uh, financial emotional spiritual relational that's kind of what ID Life's all about and so those people really rallied around me and poured into me I got advice from you know all the different you know gym owners and trainers and bodybuilders that we had that were part of that community and you know I, I tell people a lot of times when they're like well you know I don't think I want to get involved in something like ID Life you know it's network marketing but let me tell you it's networking is what it is and so therefore you're going to meet a lot of people and those people are valuable resources to you um you know they cheer you on they encourage you um and they make you believe in yourself again and, and that's so important when you're when when you're doing a journey like that okay well real quick because we're coming up to the end of the segment jennifer um how much of transformation is mental and how much is physical just really quick oh it's 100 percent mental I mean, okay. the, the physical will come if the mental is right. Excellent. How do they contact you on social media? We already have people asking. Oh, uh, well, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm Jennifer Merritt, M-A-R-E-T, Moran, on Facebook. And then I'm on Instagram as at Pure J-Mo. Um, I do have an official page, but I haven't really done a lot with it yet. But um, there's Jennifer Moran official also that you can contact me through. But um, I'm excited to be here. Excellent. Thanks for okay. having me on. Great show. Thank you so much for being here. Up next, Angie Mertens with the League City A-List. See you later.